Uh, welcome to the next episode of The Holly Bubble. And I'm with the lovely Paulina. And my name is definitely Alec. <laughs> definitely We're pretty Alec. sure on that one. We're pretty sure. And tonight we're going to be talking a little bit about... What is love? What is love? <gasps> Baby, Maybe don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. Sorry. I knew you were going to sing gone. that. Today, in the, this episode of Holly Bubble, we'll be talking about love and dating. And first of all, it's such a wide subject. There is no way we're even going to scratch the surface on oh it yeah. in this one episode. So we'll try to ease ourselves very slowly yeah. and just talk, talk about basics. What is love? What, what is, is dating oh, so in the Catholic that. Church? And just well, disclaimer, yeah. we are not trying to offend anybody yeah. and anybody's views. And if your views don't align with teaching of Catholic Church, you can still be a Catholic and date and end up in a very good relationship. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just the church has certain views which don't. Well, I mean, the align. church the church doesn't have any teachings really or, or dating. It's just like do's and don'ts. But we're, we're gonna we're gonna try and like say, you know, we're gonna try and help you out a little bit and, and find find a true true relationship. Who are your love gurus? You, you couldn't see the hand actions there, but they were was, they, they were was, special. I was doing thing with my hands. I'm a fairy. I'm a love fairy, and I'm here to tell <laughs> you how it. to find Pauline love. is a love fairy. Oh, you hear it? You heard it first. <laughs> oh, I need that in a separate recording, just like as a ringtone. Pauline the love. Oh, anyway. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna just talk a little bit about love. So we should probably say I don't know. We should probably say a little bit about what we've experienced, maybe, in the world. Um, you probably all know that society at the moment leads you into an interesting area to do with love and to do with dating. We want to sort of not bring it back into a traditional. We want to sort of realign your thinking about love and about what a relationship should be. Because there seems to be, well, society leads us into something which is slightly different to what we think love is. Yes, and I think also there's a lot of misinterpretation. People think that church is very uptight in the subject of love and especially sex. And they want us all to just stay celibate and never look at each other. Celibacy uh, is good. But <laughs> it's a, I think we need deeper understanding of what church sees as love before we even start talking about relationships, because then we don't have that gap between yeah. what they mean. But this is it. So the, the church is all about love. So if you're thinking, oh, Catholics, they're you know, going to be big prudes, or you know, they're never going to, you know, they don't even touch each other before they you know, get married, or you know, that's it. You know, no can't holding hold hands. hands. Absolutely not. No, Definitely not a kiss. Oh, you do. You do get pregnant. It's yeah. true. Yeah. It can, if uh, you hold hands. Look at somebody pregnant so instantly. Instantly sin as well. I say it goes yeah. straight to hell. Uh, we're, get, we're just going to redefine that <laughs> a little bit. Paulina, what's your personal experiences then? Uh, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, <laughs> I don't have that much experience in dating. So I'm afraid some people are going to see that my views on, on the relationship are a bit unvalid. Uh, because I have never actually been in like serious relationship i haven't actually dated anybody for for long term i've been on my share of, tin of the tinder dates which is always fun not really so my personal experience is very very little but i've been surrounded by love all my life and i think a lot of my opinions about relationship and about that i, I take from my parents who are for me the best example of like good marriage good relationship despite being two very different personalities and then from my friends around. So I think even though I don't have personal experience as much, I feel definitely that I have mm. a, yeah. good, a lot of good examples around yeah. me yeah. and bad as well. So. 
Yeah, I think a, a lot of my so I've only I've actually only dated two people, yeah. and one of them was when I was like fourteen, fifteen. So do you even really count that? Um, probably not. It was more of a friendship than anything else. But yeah, so I've only properly really dated one person. Um, yeah. What well now engaged to so sort of yeah but uh, actually someone told me something a while ago I've just remembered it it was it was all about um, not wearing your love out but it was all about actually having not dated many people is isn't a bad thing in fact it's it's almost like uh, saving your love for your husband you know yeah. or your wife you know you're sort of not you know saving well yeah you're saving yourself but you know you're not wearing out that love so that by the time that you get to your husband you've dated so many people that your love is almost second third fourth hand if that makes any sense so that makes your relationship more pure in a way and uh, more special if that makes any sense so if you are out there and you're like oh i've never dated anyone not a problem not a problem at all um but from my own personal experience i've seen a lot of it go bad i've seen a lot of bad yes. uh my parents are divorced that was very interesting i saw that <laughs> in great detail and i saw very very clearly how not to do it well i mean my parents have been a great example but yeah i saw a lot of how not to do it and then i've seen lots of friends have deep troubles and go from yeah. you know quite long relationships and then really struggle uh and actually the struggles that i've it's always a misunderstanding of what love is yes. and there's always an absence of actual real true love where they thought there was yes if that makes any sense Definitely. so that is Every single time I've seen a relationship go wrong, it's been an absence of love somewhere within that relationship. So that is absolutely the key, is in understanding what love is and making sure that you do actually love someone. Yes. So how do we describe love? Well, can you describe it? Well, it's God. I mean, yeah, but <laughs> I'm obviously... I'm throw this one back at you. Though. Yes. <laughs> uh, God is love. Love is God. Uh, but in this more like human sense yeah it's very like everyday sense what is love between two people i guess i guess yeah so you, i could twist that question and say okay how do you know when you love someone uh oh i was actually listening to talk and this time i actually have a surname of if, if you want to <laughs> uh, look up uh mr matt Fraud, if i'm saying that i was listening to what, one of his talks and uh he said this quote i don't know if it was from him or somebody else uh it's you 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 know you love somebody when you want good for them for their own sake so it's uh not f for your good you don't want them to succeed so so you s succeed alongside them you want good for them uh so they are happy so they are in well-being even that if that even if that means that you might be moved aside so th that's it's absolutely selfless act of caring for somebody I would I would describe love the best. Yeah, it's and it's putting it's putting another person before yourself, but completely. And there's another uh, another uh, quote I've heard from another talk by Jason Everett, which I heard is very good uh, speaker when it comes to like love and dating and all that nice stuff. So if you wanna uh, look up somebody who is more knowledgeable than us, look up Jason Everett because he's supposed to be very good. And he I listened to one of his talk and he ex explained. So much, even though I knew it, but he phrased it so well, so it makes sense for, for people who struggle with understanding. And he, he, was, he said that he was asked to explain uh, what is love in one sentence. And uh, he said, like, the closer you, you get to the person, the more you become yourself. Uh, which the opposite of love is like the more you get closer, yeah. the more you lose yourself. Yeah. And I think that's very important. That's, that's quite a nice quote, isn't it? In the 
word that makes you especially in like in in social media and all that stuff that makes you um make this picture of yourself that's not necessarily honest so being able to be open and honest to the person and through that develop yourself better meet meet yourself better uh, become a person that you are destined to be that then you know you are in real loving relationship that this person actually loves you and you love them and that brings the fruits that it's supposed to if you are in a, a relationship or you want to be in a relationship with somebody who makes you question who you are in a negative sense that might not possibly be love yeah i it's 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 tricky isn't it um i think in 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 some ways like people look for love and they think true love is is perfection it's a it's a perfect relationship you know it's when uh it's when you're you're completely you know fully i don't know you get on really well you know people are looking mm-hmm. to get on really well and that's sort of love but that's not quite it either you know it's being willing to sacrifice to make you know it's actually it's falling in love with people's flaws it's yes. falling in love with people's flaws and when you actually you know when you when you lo- when you when someone does something wrong or someone annoys you and you sit there and think oh wow you know actually I, you know i love that person for that 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 is that's very powerful oh you love them despite that yeah well i mean because you also shouldn't like glorify people's like oh, oh, yeah, well, oh he's so abusive i love him yeah but you shouldn't uh, take those things uh, that people have that are not so great about them and completely dismiss them as a whole person. Uh, you should uh, em- embrace that and help them grow to be better, not for your sake, but for their sake. Uh, let me digress for a second. Uh, now the culture in movies and in books, especially for young teens, portrays this image of a girl saving a guy from being a bad guy, and this good girl saving a bad guy. <laughs> it's so <laughs> toxic, and it's such an opposite of love. Please don't listen to that message. I, I've seen that raised so many times recently. There are so many movies coming out and there's the same model of this girl who is trying to save the guy because he is aggressive or he is whatever, he's from a family. And and she comes in and she's so pure and so nice that he decides to like completely change for him. Those things don't happen in real life. Mm. Uh, and if you strive to, to be a somebody's savior, that's... I think you might be striving to be a savior more than save that person, and you have to be very careful in that situation. And I just, it just, it just uh, upsets me because I know I have a little sister, and I know she consumes this kind of media, and I don't want her to grow up to believe that she needs to save somebody mm-hmm. uh, because uh, there are other ways to build a healthy, good relationship. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm sitting here. I, I can't help but think, okay. To a certain extent, I don't really know what love is because if I did know what love was, then I would I would know completely what God was, and that wouldn't make sense. You're not going to know, in all sense, if you do completely love someone. Because I've I've been through this completely in my head, you know, working out whether I do love someone or not, you know, or is this just passion, desire? Look, you, you're not going to know because because we can't know because to fully know what love is would be to fully know what God is, and we cannot comprehend God, so therefore we can't pr- comprehend love. So you have to know yourself yes. when you're when you're in that relationship. You you will know, but it's if don't look. My only advice is just don't look for complete com- perfection because we as humans aren't. So if you're in a relationship and you're really struggling and you're like, oh, I really don't want those person. So uh, you have to pray on it. 
I can't I can't say yeah enough on that. I just I'm, I'm struggling to like come to put the right I words. I think you, in, you're trying just... to like find a perfect definition of love, and but I you just can't. Yeah, can't. that's why it's dif- that's why it's also important not to over complicate it for yeah. yourself. Just love should be simple in a like in a in a very like practical way. You, you just you're just trying to to make the other person happy. You're just trying to make them good and and then meet both of your needs. Uh, it doesn't have to be very complicated, very philosophical. I actually, uh, I told you before we started recording, I called my mom today preparing for this episode and I asked her, like, uh, w- how did you know, where did you know that my dad was was the person you were supposed to marry? He was the one, he was the right choice. And she just laughed and said, like, oh, I still don't know. Because it's still, it's it's a live thing. It's still ev- de- developing. It's always evolving. So it, you you're never going to be... You're never gonna get to the point that you like you hundred percent sure that person is the right person. And I, do you believe in the concept of soulmates of of, of the person <laughs> that is one <laughs> destined person for you? Uh yes. You believe? No, I do. Yeah, you know, I know. There's Father Mike Schmitz. I've seen it. I disagree with it. I do. Yeah, I. And the, I know the argument. You know, I where mean, oh, what about people whose their spouses die, uh, and then they get remarried? Surely they've got two. I. I like the idea of it. I'm not sure. I, I don't have my opinion on it. I really like the idea of soulmates, of having one person. And I think to a certain degree, there's this one person who suits you more and it's it's going to, you are called to marry in a, in a, in a way. Uh, but it doesn't mean that if you miss this one person, you're never going to find love. You're never going to, because to a certain extent, love is a choice. Uh, because if you choose to love somebody, and I know you don't agree with oh, that. You know. Uh, but you have to make a conscious decision to to stay faithful with them, to stay caring with them, despite the the times that are gonna come that is gonna be difficult. And like, I think dating, especially, is a great time to like kind of test that if you are willing to 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 actively choose this person every day, uh, when you still have this time to kind of back away. Is there, there's something that I've seen uh, a few times as well, is where couples begin and they love each other and then they're married for, say, I think it's, what is it? I think it was, someone was telling me, it's a seven-year rule, the seven-year yes. rule, you had this on. Yeah, so a couple will have a big falling out or a big struggle every mm-hmm. seven years. And so some couples will get to that seven years and they will fall out of love with each other. And you have to almost reaffirm your relationship. Mm-hmm. And so that's it, the, what you said there. You have to choose that person every day you're gonna have to reaffirm that love every day and that's why i think when we're trying to say oh what should you be feeling to know if you're gonna love someone that's gonna be tricky because that's gonna change as you as your relationship develops it's also gonna be it's also gonna be completely unique to you is the difference of loving somebody and being in love with somebody of this like initial attraction uh this initial spark and then just like this also stable bond that you build with somebody because I think those are two different things and as much as at certain days like when you when you meet somebody and you have this first like attraction it's gonna but that's gonna die down unless you work on it and if you don't have a solid base you don't gonna survive with that person and and the dating or, or marriage is gonna f- fall apart because you don't have this like conscious like commitment yeah i was i was always really worried when i was growing up that i was gonna fall in love with someone based on their looks i was actually really worried about it you know 
because uh, the society we live in is all very based on how people look. Um, and as, as, a, as, a, as a lad, you can sort of get sucked into that. Uh, you know, lads always are objectifying women. It's just the way it is. Um, happily, <laughs> happily not, happily <laughs> not anymore. In, well, but yeah, when I was younger, it was just, you know, it's just the way everyone talks, the way everyone, you know, yes. interacts. And it's very much the way the humour works as well. It's all based on the looks of women. So I was sort of very worried when I was growing up, how, you know, what if I fall in love with someone based on the way they look and I'm going to be stuck with this person and they're not the right <laughs> person for me. So... When I when I started dating Mary, that was a really key thing for me. <laughs> I wasn't physically attracted to her, <laughs> and it wasn't until quite a long way afterwards, um, and even after I'd really fallen in love with her, that I realised that was. Um, we, we yeah, the way she listens to that. <laughs> I, I know, right? Oh, she knows this. She, I mean, she wasn't attracted to me either. So I, it's you know. I mean, she used to, she used to wear tracky bottoms and bandanas, <laughs> and it was it was a really weird look, and it didn't it didn't do it for me, that's for sure. Um, but then it wasn't until afterwards when she started to dress up a little bit, or you know, she. But it helps it was, build that like, yeah. build the relationship. But so I think it's it's but it's for me it was all about finding that that common, you know, it was about mm. sharing something heart to heart rather than face to face. If yes. that makes any sense. Yes. It was about sharing something, you know, just between us that was unique that no one else could see rather than having something that was just purely based off, yeah, what we could see with our eyes. So mm. it was, yeah. My my brother, uh, he is also engaged. Uh, and he also said similar thing that he his girlfriend is totally opposite of his, like, type of what he would usually funny, go for. Isn't it? It's and funny, isn't it? It's funny. It's so yeah. funny. Uh, and I've seen that happen in, in quite a few cases. And he says, like, oh, that... And I was like... So why did you go for her? And like, why did you pursue that relationship if she is not the type of girl you would usually go for? And he's like, I don't know, but that gives me like this, this, this um, assures me uh, that this is not just about the look. This is not just about this That's like it, yeah. surface level of it. That's a really reassuring uh, because thing we don't well. have the, the the like the basic things that we could have in common. We don't have that which we like different kinds of music. We like different things, yeah. but. There are more important things that build a relationship and, and th- those align and that makes it work. So even despite like, oh, she's not this this exact person he would usually go for, he still loves her. Mm. Despite that, or maybe because of that, because that makes his, him look into something more in her than just the color of her hair. That's interesting, actually. I've just, I've just had a thought. Maybe, because, you know, uh, when as we grow up, the environment affects us a lot it affects us a lot um and so we sort of become people based on who we're surrounded by the surroundings that are around us however we have some things that are very core that aren't based on our environment some things that we can't change some things that are given to us genetically or arguably by god if i would almost argue that if those core things align anything environmental can change anything that you've become based on your surroundings you can change because you've already adjusted to that but if you align at your very core in terms of what god's given you when you were born that's the important bit mm-hmm. i would almost argue that i don't know what what you think of that but I, I agree with that actually because um i i in my like potential boyfriend i wouldn't need him to like all things i do but I definitely would need him to have the same core values as me and respect me for the other things that don't align. Yeah. <clears throat> because we can we can argue about like what food to get or like what weather we like or like what listen music to listen to or what movie to watch. But it is definitely a way bigger struggle when you don't align on like matter of morality. 
yeah. or, or just like the most like core live views. Is that a word? Life views. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That. Because of all life. Like religion, for example. Uh, yeah, but some people don't align and can still have very happy relationships. Yeah, but it's definitely a struggle then. And there has to be something... Um, I don't know what, what would you more take? basic yeah. that aligns. What do you take as what do you do? Well, so what are those things that are very core to us? That's almost a question in itself, isn't it? What are those things that are so core to us? Oh, yeah, it's almost like a I don't know. I have like an insatiable want to explore and to go on adventures and do things like that. And that's not really it's just something that I have. It's not really based on my environment. It's not really based on what I did as a kid. It's just I have this absolute insatiable need to do things that are a little bit crazy. I have this need to almost take risks. I have this like, you know, thing that there's almost like tendency within me to d- mm-hmm. to do like slings that are slightly mad. Um, Mary sort of has that as well. She's a bit of a nutter. So, you know <laughs> But would you would you uh, I don't know, it's love weird. her without that? That's the question. Well, we probably wouldn't have got on in the first place if she wasn't like that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, as I say, these these core things, maybe you have to figure them out for yourself. But I'd say they they're the things that would be important to align as to what they are. Not entirely sure, which isn't very helpful, I know. But um, yeah. I think that's a good transition to the point ahead. Uh, that in order before you start start even dating, uh, in order to allow the person to to have good relationship with you, you have to know yourself first. You have to, um, when we talk about Catholic dating, you have to meet Lord before mm-hmm. you meet another person. Yeah. Because uh, if you don't know who you are as a person, you don't know who you're offering to that uh, to to your potential girlfriend or boyfriend, uh, and that's not fair to them and to you. And you should definitely first look into yourself and come to the terms with yourself. Even if you don't, you're never gonna meet, n- know everything about yourself, and it's a constant discovery. But you have to make this conscious effort to like kind of have a peace with who you are and love yourself. Yeah, and discover l- love the God has for you before yeah. you attempt to give anybody else love. Yeah, uh, the, 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 someone, someone very, someone said this is a great thing to me. Actually, I can't remember who it was. It might have been Mary. Um, in the you love Jesus through your partner. So you have to see and recognize Christ in your partner and then you can love Christ in that person. And that is almost the true fulfillment of your love, because then you are, all, you know, you are always going to be able to find Christ in that person. And you're, you're you know, because, well, yeah, so you are you are almost loving God and you are strengthening your relationship with God by loving this person. And so if you find that your love for this person is pulling you away from God, and pulling you away from Christ, then you are not loving Christ in that person, which means that you're probably not loving to the fullest sense, or that your relationship is is you know is is muddled yeah. in some way. Because if you sense. love somebody, you want the best for them, and also you want to give them the best you you can possibly give them. So uh, taking the time before you even enter like dating world and everything to just actually meet yourself and meet Christ is actually taking care of your future partner because that's going to benefit them as much as you. Because then when they meet you and when you become forming any kind of relationship, you'll be offering them the better version of yourself. And I think that's very important because people tend to rush into relationships or wait for way too long, but very often they (laughs) they rush and they don't even know who they are and they try to find themselves in other people and that can be very toxic for both people involved because you're never going to find yourself in another person. You're only going to find yourself in Christ. 
we we could sit here and we could list things that you could do wrong wrong in a relationship and we'd be here for a number of years yes <laughs> um but it's yeah the, and the reason we're sort of having trouble finding nailing this down into something so you know positive saying you should be able to do this or anything like that is because it is so different for different people yes it's very personal thing yeah. because we are coming from different backgrounds for a different situation um like for example m- my parents are still together your parents are divorced we have different experience of of marriages in our life we have different friends who had different uh relationship and that all uh forms the different experiences they form us for us different people and it's very important that you meet christ in your own personal space yeah. in your own life in a way that you need to meet him uh and that's gonna be different for everybody yeah and it's it's also making sure that you keep christ that you love god more than you love your partner if that makes any sense. Yes. That if that makes any I sense. I 100% agree yeah. with that. And, and that's, uh, that's a tricky concept because God isn't there. We can't touch him. But but our partner is. And so it becomes almost, you sort of feel like it's easier to love your partner. And that's why sometimes you can get very mixed up and very jump in. And that's when things go so quickly because you've, you're sort of leaving God behind and you're replacing him with this with this partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you need to make sure that God is, is not only central in a relationship, but he's also, you know, you do love him more. Yeah. I mean, and and actually, you know, I found that that is a challenge. It's a challenge. Yes. Um, especially when, as I say, when the person's there, mm-hmm. you know, and you're with them uh, and you're spending more time with them than you are with God. And that that's a tricky thing. I found it, uh, I found it, um, I've heard that opinion about marriages. So I find that, that a lot of marriages, they have this, um, uh, first, they take care of the kids, then themselves, and then God. So God falls in the third position when actually it should be flipped around. The God should be first, then the spouse, and then the kids. So in, in theory, you should love God even more than your husband, and then you should uh, love your, ki- uh, your husband more than your kids, yeah. which seems for uh, for parents, that's going to seem like crazy, like why the that's kids weird. go first. Yeah. But if you don't love your parent, your partner, well enough, you're not gonna be good, a good pa- uh, you. You're not gonna be a good parent for your kids mm. because that love that you have for one another, it's gonna. And actually, that's that's the best thing you can do for your children as yes. well. Yes, is to is to love your partner. Definitely. And someone else told me this. You see, now all of us, all of us. People are saying nice and good things. Yeah, yeah, I've heard so many things on this. <laughs> um, yeah, that's no, good actually. Oh. So that is a very vague. But the, the love you have. The love you have for God, the love you have for your partner, the love you have for your kids will all be slightly different. So yes. that's, but that's what makes it interesting and difficult to work out. <laughs> yes, definitely. So, yeah. So that's very vague discussion about love. Yeah. Uh, it, it's never, it's never straightforward, and everybody has to figure out them it for themselves. That's why it's so difficult when church comes in. And has very straightforward rules yeah, very straight. uh, that we well, don't that we don't agree with on the surface level because like oh why are you saying me I cannot do that well, society do that. doesn't agree with the church on this yes but we are we live in society so I I often find myself fighting with those like oh why why do we have to be so strict about that like but what if people love and and they yeah but that's because they don't understand what love is again. Yes. No, it's all a deficiency. So I would say if you're looking to, to date or you're having trouble with your partner um, or you're you're in a crossroads, just contemplate what love is because only you can really realize what that is. Um, but yeah, that would be 
the only advice I think we could probably give. I know we've probably given her very little. You must contemplate what you think love actually is and you must find out what that is before you make any big decisions or before you jump anywhere. Make sure you understand what love is for you. We've got another quote for you here um, from C.S. Lewis. Great writer. Um, and here we go. To love at all is to be vulnerable. Love anything and your heart will be wrung and possibly broken. If you want to make sure of keeping it intact, you must give it to no one, not even an animal. Wrap it carefully around with hobbies and little luxuries. Avoid all entanglements. Lock it up safe in the casket or coffin of your selfishness. But in that casket, safe, dark, motionless, airless, it will change. It will not be broken. It will become unbreakable, impenetrable, irredeemable. To love is to be vulnerable. That was a very dramatic reading. I didn't expect I always, that. <laughs> I always do dramatic. I always do dramatic. That was so dramatic. I love it. Love it. it. Uh, I love this quote. I, I agree with it so much. Because I, I think the one thing that we really misplace in relationships, in dating, uh, is honesty and being vulnerable. Absolutely. And being open. Complete honesty and yeah. openness. We... we Especially in social media, we just hide. I know. And we, we just want, play. We want, we want to be someone we're not. Yes, we, we play those th- this weird card game when we just show one card when another person shows theirs, and just like this exchange of like, oh, you, I'm gonna let you know myself bit by bit, That's which it. is obviously you shouldn't just like say everything at first to a person you meet a new person and just tell them everything about yourself. It's not about that, but it's just like... First date. Yeah. Everything in an That can be a bit too much. Uh, but also, you have to find that healthy balance that you're not presenting somebody you're not. And I think it's very important to to be true to yourself, first of all, and then be true to whatever person you're interacting with, either if it's just friends. And don't worry about being vulnerable. It's so difficult. I know, I know. And uh, actually, uh, yeah, I've had to, d- it's hard. It's hard. But once you've done it, you feel so much better. It's the same <laughs> thing with projection like because we, we, are, we afraid are afraid of being afraid. vulnerable because well, it puts us, us. In, yeah. a, in a bigger chances of rejection because people are scared of people being vulnerable because mm. they don't know what to do with it. They are used to playing this game uh, of like trading different things with each other but trying each other out but when you have somebody coming open to you it can scare you away mm. uh, because then you feel like you have to be open, open as back. well yeah yeah and that's that's but i think it's very important to practice that uh and and learn how to be open to people how to be true to yourself because if you don't do that you're gonna wake up five seven years into marriage realizing that you've never actually learned things about one another yeah, which isn't the right way. They do s- always say you'll always be finding things about about your partner, so don't worry about knowing everything. But it's more about getting the big things out of the way and making sure they understand who you are as a person, rather than yeah, making sure that every little secret, every little thing that you've ever done, they know about. You know, it's it's more about just being open and honest and, yeah. and making sure they know who you are fully. And mm. that was a love advice with oh, yeah. a love fairies. The love fairies. Oh, I'm not a fairy. I'm gonna be sick. On just, the floor. I'm just looking for. <laughs> excuse you. I'm just looking for excuses to use the soundboard. <laughs> uh, anyway, yes. So we will catch you. We'll probably do a few more of these. Actually, we've, oh, we've I want to do a whole series. We 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 came over with so many questions. So because we'll, we'll, we'll we'll work through them. We 
actually went through maybe one third of what we had prepared for for this episode. So there is so much more. Yeah, so much. Uh, so please, if you're interested, listen up for the next episodes because there's gonna be more coming. We want to discuss the dating more in depth. Yeah. And yeah. And then all other kinds of all relationships. The bits. Because mm, mm, mm. there is so much to discuss, and I think it's very important because I think in many cases the world is that the church is quiet about dating yeah. and about love. Yeah. Uh, and we use the big well. words, uh, but we don't really. I think it's practiced slightly different. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so I I think it's very important As to always, discuss. We're not the experts, but the only way you can solve this is through yourself. So. Whatever we're saying, please take into prayer or into reflection or into meditation and, and, and try and work that out for yourself. You need to work out what this means for your life and for your relationships rather than us just telling you what to do. And look up uh, Jason Everett and Matt Fraud. Those are two guys that I uh, listen to. Really uh, And we're good. Uh, Father Mike Schmitz has some good material. Essential Presents overall. They, they have a lot stuff. of good resources. There is, stuff out there. there is lots of good resources. Uh, so... Educate yourself, find Educate some... Educate yourself, boy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> find some inspiration, find some resources that are going to help you understand the subject better because we know we, we're just bubbling here. In a not very holy way, though. <laughs> <laughs> in a loving way. In a loving way, we hope. Uh, so thank you so much for joining in for this episode of Holy Bubble. Enjoy your week. Enjoy your week and mm. go find some love. Oh, yeah, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Sorry. Okay. Hey. Bye.